Hide all the kids and seal our windows Cause I'm going to war Don't hold your breath waiting for me Cause I may never come home Hide all the kids and seal our windows Cause I'm going to war Don't hold your breath waiting for me Cause I may never come home no, I may never come home Yo, what's good man, it's your boy Joe, aka Joseph, aka Kid Juice, aka Jovis, aka Man Just Joe, aka Mr. South Dakota himself AKA, I got hella nicknames, AKA, I still don't have a PS5. Um, <laughs> we back, man. It's been a few weeks. Um, please forgive me um, for, for not being able to speak to you guys how I would like to speak to you. Um, it's been a while, um, close to a month, to be frank with you guys. I mean, um, there's been a lot going on in my life, um, a lot going on um, with my career lot going on with myself and my family and stuff of that nature a lot of different gears turning so please forgive me for for that but to be frank with y'all sometimes you got to take a step back and handle what you got to handle um as a lot of us like to call adulting right um so yeah i mean i'm here to kind of <clears throat> talk to y'all about shoot anything i had in my mind like i just said listen man i'm gonna come direct with you guys for my next topic on my show or whatever we talk about next you know what i mean um yeah like it's it's been a wild day man um it's been a real wild day i actually spilled my coffee this morning on myself and i was big mad that's a fact i was big mad um and i'm not gonna lie it kind of spoiled my day a little bit i had i had some some supervision kind of um check me and yell at me, you know what I mean, but uh, I, I try to not let that stray my day, you know what I mean, uh, let me stray away from what my purpose was, um, and, and it's hard to do that sometimes for my show, and and it kind of got to the place where I was a little stagnant, right, and one thing I realized is that it's actually really okay to feel stagnant and, and feel like you're not doing anything, um, and it's easy to, to, to feel that way in our careers, in our lives, in our relationships, in our friendships, um, whatever we really go through in life, you know, you kind of get to a place where you reach, you feel like you reach a peak and <clears throat> you don't really know where to go from it, right? You don't really know what to do with it. Um, point and example um, was pretty much like with the podcast, right? Um, this is my baby. This is my child right here. No, I don't have any children. For those that were wondering, I am not a father at all. Um, but this is like my baby right here, the podcast, right? So like sometimes like I hit the ground running when I when I when I started it, right? Like it was so much shit that I wanted to get off my mind, so much shit that I really wanted to talk about. But I said, damn man, like, how do I do that? So I just hit the ground running. I just put all my days out there and I just started doing what I had to do, right? The point of where I got to was it was like I felt like I spoke about everything at the time that I could speak about 
right? <clears throat> I feel like I have put a lot of positivity out there and I didn't have any more positive positivity to put out. And that's a bold-faced lie. And the reason I say that is because there's never enough positivity that you could put out. You know what I mean? There's always more that you could do. There's always something else that you could be given. There's always some type of mentorship that you can kind of give out. Um, and I'm big on that. We could touch on that a little bit. Um, but I said, man, I need ideas for my show, right? And I was sitting at work thinking, and I was thinking, and I was thinking. And I hit on my best friend, Chrissy, right? Chrissy was on our, um, our past episode of um, the Book of Joe podcast. If you haven't tuned into that episode, go check it out. Um, super dope ep- episode. I'm sorry. Super dope episode. Super vibrant. <laughs> super colorful. Super fun. Um, <clears throat> but if you haven't tuned in, please tune into that episode. I promise you, it will leave you in tears, but it will leave you like, damn, these motherfuckers is real. Um, so, yeah, like, I was talking to Chrissy, and I said, yo, I need ideas, right? And I'm going to be I'm gonna be 100% with y'all, right? Like, she said, what kind of direction are you trying to take in it, right? And anybody that knows me knows I'm a goofball, I'm a character, I'm a clown. But I feel like what we need in these times right about now, especially with the seasons that we in right now, seasons being, you know, the holiday seasons, um, it's positive, positive and thoughtful messages, you know what I mean? Like, um, I said, man, like, we really need that. And and it's crazy because through that conversation, she even told me later in the convo, she was like, yo, 2020 really sucked, you feel me? Like, that shit was really trash, bro. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, but I'm still grateful and I'm still thankful, you feel me? And even though I lost a lot of soldiers along the way, you know what I mean? I lost a lot of people that meant a lot to me. As I'm pretty sure some of you guys that's listening lost some people that meant a lot to y'all. We're still here being able to listen to the podcast, still being able to live our lives, still being able to go to work, eat food, have a roof over our heads. So there's still shit to be grateful for, you know what I mean? Like, even though I'm not rich, even though I don't have the car that I want to have or whatever the case is, like, it's all about trying trying to find that one little ounce of gratefulness or thankfulness, you know what I mean? So, um... Yeah, and, and what she brought to me was this, right? So it's crazy. Um, I said, I want to talk about something deep and inspirational. Like, I want to give my, my listeners motivation. You feel me? Like, because that, that's the shit that I get out of it, too. That's what y'all don't know. Like, listening back on this shit gives me motivation. It gives me the grind to kind of go out and get it. You know what I mean? Um, she said, yo, talk about corona, man. Coronavirus, man. What And what it really did for people. You know what I mean? Um, she said... Uh, Talk about coronavirus and talk about the positive energy for people who are stagnant in professional lives. And that's a, that's a, that's a really good topic, man. Um, but I'll touch on coronavirus, man. And coronavirus is a real thing. If y'all ain't know now, y'all freaking know. Um, to be frank with y'all, please practice safe distancing. So I'm sorry, safe distancing. <laughs> Social distancing. Please practice, um, you know, clean techniques. Um, stay clean, stay hydrated, wash your hands after you use the bathroom, stop being dirty, please. A lot of y'all are freaking dirty. Um, like, a lot of y'all, you know what I mean? Um, we need to stop. We, we, we need to stop. Because uh, that's why we still going through a pandemic, because a lot of y'all don't know how to sit down. You know, um, and I'm talking specifically to my city, being New York. A lot of y'all don't know how to sit the fuck down, man. Sit down. Like, you all around doing everything. You know what I mean? Sit the hell down. And that's why the city's about to go back into lockdown. Um, because cases are going up, right? And what that what's that what that's doing is it's forcing us to be home, right? Um 
or wherever we call home. It's forcing us to be in that place, those four walls, you know what I mean, those pillars of what you wake up and go to sleep in. And for me, being in the military, we never really, they, our operations don't stop, right? Regardless of what the outside world is going through, operations don't stop. It's 24-7, you know what I mean? So while you're at home sleeping, I'm at work busting my ass, you know what I mean, to try to keep you guys safe at home. And I'm grateful to do that, but um, I say that because a lot of what we do sometimes is taken for granted um, because you guys don't see what we do behind the scenes. And it doesn't matter the branch of service. Um, we all bust our ass, you know what I mean, in each and every way to try to make sure that we keep this country safe from fucking sickos um, and terrorists and shit of that nature. But, you know, Corona, honestly, I'm going to be frank with y'all. Like, Corona, honestly, was like a blessing and a curse, right? And hear me out, hear me out. Because a lot of, I know people like myself that have lost people, like, yeah, how the fuck is that a blessing? Like, what? It's not because we really lost people along the way that we loved, right? But it's a blessing in the sense that it really made you sit the fuck back and put your life in perspective. Boom. Like, for real. You feel me? Like, that shit really deadass made you sit down and think, like, yo, what am I doing with myself? Um, how can I better save money in this aspect of my life? How can I put more time towards this aspect of my life? Out of coronavirus, I deadass rebranded my clothing line, right? We gonna, that's a topic for another day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do have a clothing line, but we rebranded it and we're still rebranding it. Um, my podcast was born. My voice was born. And I've always had a voice. Let me not say it was born. It was regenerated, I guess you could say. Re reinvented, revamped. Um, I had a platform. And that was really, really important to me. To be able to have a platform to speak on the shit that I wanted to speak on. To be able to touch the people that I wanted to touch. You know what I mean? Metaphorically, clearly. And being able for you guys to listen in and say, hmm, good shit, Joe. You know what I mean? Like, Corona for me, i am be honest with you, it made me sit in a still place and really think to myself, like, yo, I'm not okay. And I'm going to tell you why I say I wasn't okay. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful now. I'm, I'm blessed now. But I wasn't okay because I was dealing with hurt from my past. <laughs> past relationships, right? You know what I mean? Um, dealing with hurt from past friendships. Dealing with hurt from financial situations. Dealing with hurt from school. Dealing with hurt from losing loved ones. You feel me? Like, dealing with stress from work. Dealing with being burnt out from work. That's seven that I already freaking named. You know what I mean? The list goes on and on and on and on and on on for a lot of us and the frank part about it is that <laughs> y'all niggas don't really need to be listening to yourselves like listen to your inner thoughts and to your inner person i promise you they won't guide you wrong if your gut is telling you something go with your gut trust your gut trust your inner person you feel me like we got to start doing that shit because we got to do the homework in order to be a better us you know what i mean like you know how hard it was for me to really sit down and look in the mirror and say, yo, <clears throat> yo, Joe, you fucked up, bro. You feel me? Like, there was things I did in the past that I should have never done. And there were people I hurt in the past that I should have never hurt. And it took me sitting down in the mirror and actually saying, yo, <laughs> you're not okay. And that wasn't okay. But I'm still working on you. I'm 
I still got some work to do within your life. I still got shit to be done. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, that was like, the real kicker for me. Like, I was watching a sermon the other day, and, you know, Pastor Michael Todd, I mean, dude is amazing, man. Like, it was a Transformation Church on YouTube every Sunday, man. That dude is, that dude is really, really a prophet. I'm not even going to cap to y'all, like, I try not to use this platform to be, like, speak too big on, like, spirituality and stuff, because everyone has a different denomination, everyone has a different religion, stuff of that nature, but, like, that joint really hit different, because he was talking about being a father, right, and being a man, and a boy, and a male, and what he really got at, what I want to share with y'all is, God makes you to be a male, he, he creates you as a male, M-A-L-E, but it's a choice to be a man. I mean, like, let that really sit with you for a second. God created you as a male, but it's a choice to be a man. Because what you go through in life, you have to make that, that cautious decision to step up. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is that there's a lot of grown males out here with gray beards and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? That actually feel like they actually are men. But just because you have a full beard does not make you a man at all. Don't ever get it twisted. You feel me? Like, there are people that are at the age of 18 that are forced into manhood. 16, forced into manhood because of their situations. Because of what they've been through in their lives. You know what I mean? So, that's something to ponder on, man. Um, but let me not get back off topic. Let me get back to Corona. So, like, it forced me to sit down and really think about shit in my life. You know what I mean? My ups and downs, my ins and outs. Um, my, my going in and coming out type shit. And it was different. It was deep. And there was days where I dead ass cried. And there was days where I dead ass sat down and drank. And there was days where I dead ass did nothing. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and sometimes shit like that is necessary because it get dark for you. Sometimes shit get dark. But sometimes you got to sit in that darkness for a little bit. Just a wee bit. Just enough so that shit could really, you know what I mean, get you to shake up a little bit. You got to shake the room a little bit. And then that's when you open the curtain and let that light come in because you know at the end of every storm, there's a light, you know what I mean, and there's a rainbow, so, um, I mean, I just want you guys to think about that a little bit, I'm gonna go to commercial real quick, you know what I mean, I want you guys to listen to this, just let your thoughts flow, man, relax, kick your feet up, and we're gonna be back with some more, all right, love. I can't be a pessimist, because I'm alive, to be a pessimist means that you have agreed that human life is an academic matter. So I'm forced to be an optimist. I'm forced to believe that we can survive whatever we must survive. But the Negro in this country, the future of the Negro in this country is precisely as bright or as dark as the future of the country. It is entirely up to the American people and our representatives, it is entirely up to the American people whether or not they're going to face and deal with and embrace this stranger whom they maligned so long. What white people have to do is try to find out in their own hearts why it was necessary to have a nigger in the first place. Because I'm not a nigger. I'm a man. But if you think I'm a nigger, it means you need him. The question you've got to ask yourself, the white population of this country has got to ask itself, north and south, because it's one country, and for a Negro, 
there is no difference in the north and the south. There's just you no know, a difference in the way they in a way they castrate you. But that's but the fact of the castration is the American fact. If I'm not the nigger here, and the, you invented him, you the white people invented him, then you gotta find out why. What's up? I'm back, man. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm here like I never left. Um, Switching gears a little bit, man. I wanted to talk about some of the current shit that was going on, man. Because, like, shit is really different outside, man. Like, y'all got to be safe for real. All my black men, please be safe. My black women, be safe. My, my Latino women, Latina men, my men and women of minority descent please be safe man it's really a wacky world outside that's a fact um we're gonna talk about let's talk about biden man biden winning man that shit that shit is epic i'm gonna be frank with you you know what i mean like i'm really happy that there's a change in office per se um to be frank with y'all i didn't really care for much of biden and that's just my opinion um i was more so excited about kamala um, being the first black African-American uh, vice president. That's a woman. Um, that was big. Like, that's really freaking big, man. It don't get bigger than that because with the year that we've had from George Floyd and probably before that, you know what I mean? That shit ain't okay, man. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm happy that there's a woman in office that can actually be of some change. You know what I mean? Um I completely get it Like Everyone has their views On politics And shit like that To be frank I'm happy that I don't see Too much of The Trump antics Shits no more Like I'm over it It's old It's played out Um I'm pretty sure I might have some people That are listening That are Trump supporters It is what it is Um Not saying that You are racist But You know There's a lot of Trump supporters That aren't racist But there are a lot of Trump supporters That are racist So (laughs) This shit is a little different man Um and it, it's it's kind of comical because I kind of I kind of asked myself like, how the fuck did Trump lose on his day off? Like, how you got fired on your day off, bro? On the weekend, you got fired on a Saturday, bro. That's different. That's different, man. That is real different. You know, um, it's <laughs> it's kind of comical, man, because like there's a person that's doing all this boasting, all this ranting, all this raving, rah 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 shit, and you dead ass lost. You know what I mean? He said the polls are rigged. This, then, the third. You dead ass lost. You know what I mean? You you don't talk down white supremacy. White supremacy. Excuse me. You don't talk down white supremacy. You know what I mean? You don't take a stand for it. So what are you really doing? I've always been under the impression that if you're not a part of the um, solution, you're a part of the problem. You get what I'm saying? So that kind of leads me into my next thing, right? So a lot of my friends, they were like, yo, I'm not voting. And that's cool. Like, I'm not mad at you, like, at all. Like, our friendship will never change for those that didn't vote. But this is how I see it. Like, you can't have an opinion at this point. You can't. And I'm going to tell you why. You had an opportunity to do something about it, to be the change that you wanted to see, because change doesn't start in anybody else but yourself. Um, You had an opportunity, but you did nothing about it, but you still want to complain. 
all you have to do is get up, go to the nearest polling station, and vote for free. Like, this shit is really that easy. So, and there's people that really fought for that shit back in the day, man. Like, all, all uncles and aunts, ancestors, all that. Like, people really fought for that, man. For the, fight, for the fact for you to actually fight and vote, bro. Like, people really got bit in their fucking ass from dogs. People got sprayed down with hoses. All of that. Just so you could vote. And you already know black women couldn't even freaking vote ages ago. Now you have a black woman in, in, in the office. You know what I mean? As a vice president. So that's freaking big, man. Kudos to Kamala. Kudos to Biden on getting that win. That W. Um, but that doesn't mean the violence stops, right? <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. It won't. You see King Vaughn killed, right? Rest in peace to that man. You see Mo3 killed. Rest in peace to that man. You see Boosie shot in the leg. You see Benny the Butcher shot. Like, when is this shit gonna stop, dog? Like, this shit don't get played out already. Like, put the guns down. Put your hands up, my boy. Like, a lot of people really don't know how to fight, and it's fucking showing. It's really fucking showing, man. And a lot of y'all can't even shoot neither. Like, straight up and down. Because if y'all motherfuckers go to war, and I'm not talking about real war. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about that hood shit. I'm talking about real war, like, overseas with terrorists that really kaboom shit. Niggas really boom shit overseas. You feel me? Like, people really flatline you. This shit is not a fucking game. Um... The killing shit gotta stop, bro. And a lot of people, I'm like between both topics, because a lot of people were like, oh, you know, having Biden in the president's office, having Kamala in the office, ain't really gonna change nothing. This is how I see it. Like I told you before, change starts within. That means change starts within your community. That means change starts in your household, on your block, within your councilman circle. That's where the change starts. You have to be the start to change. What does that look like? Stop shopping at all these whack-ass places and support our black companies and businesses, right? I'm not gonna lie, the year 2020 has shown me that a lot of young black people really got it. Tell me I'm capping. Young black people really got it because there's been so much entrepreneurship that has been born this year because people were at home Dealing with coronavirus. So people started putting their young minds to work. And started really getting to the fucking bag. And putting their dreams on pen and paper. And getting to it. If that shit not motivational to you. I don't know what is. You feel me like. I can't wait around for the next man or woman to get it. I gotta gotta go get it myself. Excuse me. I gotta get it myself. That's a fact. You know what I mean. Hustlers are always gonna eat. Hustlers are always gonna eat because they are natural born hustlers. It don't matter what they do, even when they got it, they still trying to get more. Because there's always somebody that's always trying to take your spot. Always somebody trying to eat, you feel me? So never get too comfortable. Like, that's a fact. Even Future said it in the damn song, bitch don't get too comfortable. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't talking about, I mean, you get the point. But, (laughs) like, Killing gotta stop, man. And, and it's sad because it's from our own. That's the shit that really be hitting me over my scalati, bro. Like, this shit really be from our own people, bro. Like, you got black men killing black men, black men killing black women, black women killing black women, black women killing black men. Like, the cycle is so fucking played out. I was introduced to death when I was four. 
I want to say four, something like that. When they killed my uncle in 96. They killed my uncle in 96 in Brooklyn. You feel me? And, and that shit really rocked my world. That was my first introduction to death. You feel me? At four years old, you shouldn't really know what that shit is like. You really shouldn't. And, and throughout the years, more, 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 more deaths, more shootings, more killings. You feel me? That shit is really different. And that, I, I will never forget that night. I will never forget that day. I'll never forget none of that. What he looked like in that in the casket, all that shit, man. That shit don't leave me. And it it, it created a, a hardness in me, a, a numbing feeling per se, that kind of will never leave your body. You know what I mean? Um, and death really, death really don't have a look. That's the scary shit about it. Death don't have a look. You feel me? Like. <laughs> and a bullet don't got a name Hmm I said a bullet don't have a fucking name You feel me You know how many people die from straight bullets That get randomly hit When they just in the wrong place at the wrong time type shit Why Because people just shooting recklessly Recklessly bro Killing gotta stop man Like I don't know how to say it In what other language you want me to say that shit in you know what I mean? I can have Chrissy come on here and talk in Spanish for you guys. But I need motherfuckers to get the fucking message, man. Stop the killings, man. Put the gun shit down, bro. That shit is whack. Either you're going to talk as men or you're going to fight it out. And that's the end of that. You feel me? Y'all go your separate ways type shit. Like, but we don't... It's too much money in these streets for, for motherfuckers to be fighting. It's too much love in these streets for motherfuckers to be fighting. And I learned that early in the game, though, is that you either raise two ways. You either raised off of love or you raised off of survival. That's it. There's no other way. You know what I mean? It's either love or survival. And you had to choose at a young age which one is going to be. I chose love personally because I was raised in that household. I was able to see that. And unfortunately, some of us in the black communities and in the, in the minority communities don't have that. We're not raised off of that because we don't even have that blueprint for young men because a lot of our fathers are missing. Period. A lot of our young fathers are missing. And sometimes it happens by default, whereas the violence, fathers are killed. Fathers are, you know, criminalized and thrown in jail for minimal amounts of, of marijuana or, or or drugs. You know what I mean? Um, or it's just the fact that a motherfucker doesn't want to be present. You know what I mean? They don't want to be present. They want, they want nothing to do with you. But when you're big and famous... And you've got it. They want to be there. No, man. It's too late for all of that. And one thing I've always learned is kids will always remember children. Their memory is like a sponge. They soak it all in. You feel me? So, kids going to remember. Kids is dead ass going to remember. So, if you really think you're going to get one over on them, you must be fucking bugging, dog. You're bugging. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, it's never too late, though. You know what I mean? For my any of my young fathers listening that haven't been in their, their children's lives or their child's life and haven't been present, it's never too late, bro. It's never too late, dog. Like, King, you got it. You know what I mean? You still got breath in your body. You still got life. Go ahead and make that child's life a difference, a positive difference, an influential difference. You know what I mean? Um, and I know when God blesses me with that child that I want or that daughter or son, because regardless at the end of the day, a child is a blessing. Whatever I have, I already know I'm, I'm going to be the best father that I could possibly be. You know what I mean? Period. 
that, that's 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 just on that. That's that how that goes, Colo. Um, but yeah, like it's it's a it's a different beast in the streets, man. And we need to stay ten toes above ten toes, um, firm and above water because it's not getting any easier in our communities, man. Um, I don't know if y'all saw. Did y'all see the Christmas tree being put up in New York? That shit really describes 2020. I'm not going to lie to y'all. If y'all haven't got a chance, go on Google. Type in 2020 New York City Christmas tree. The shit looks hurt. Literally. The shit looks like how our year's been going. Sad, sad case, man. I'm not going to cap. Um, but yeah, like, you got to stay motivated. You got to stay happy. You got to stay locked in. You got to stay in tune. It is so easy for us in our professional lives to fall astray and feel stagnant, like I said before. You know how many times I've been doing this in the military? Like, I've been doing the military for close to seven and some change, right? Bruh, this shit don't get no easier. And you know how stagnant I sometimes feel in my career? But what motivates me is when I have young airmen, right? Because I'm in the Air Force. When I got young airmen coming to my office and actually tell me, like, yo... X, Y, and Z, I'm really feeling like this, or I'm feeling like that, or, you know, to be frank with you, the conversations, I, I would never drop names, but the conversations sometimes are, hey, I'm not feeling this, or hey, I'm going through some real stuff at home, or hey, I've thought about suicide, <laughs> y'all not ready for that combo though, that shit real, and that shit deep, you feel me, like, y'all not ready for that combo, because I know what it is to have that combo, because I've had that combo. You feel me? I've been in that dark space. And I don't brag about that shit because it's not fun. But guess what? I overcame it. You can never take that shit from me. You know what I'm saying? It's something dangerous about a motherfucker that overcame adversity by himself. (laughs) Shit. Shit of me? It's something dangerous about a motherfucker that overcame adversity by himself. Period. You can't take nothing from me at that point. I'm dangerous. That's a fact. I said I feel invincible. That's a fact. Hold on. Hold on. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, like it's 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 different. It's just a different feeling of empowerment that you get when you when you know that you you created the keys to your car. You pushed your own shit to start. You got you got it out the fucking mud. You get what I'm saying? Um and there was a lot of times like that in my life. There was a lot of times like that in my life. You feel me? But I look back at it and I'm grateful. I'm actually pretty damn grateful because it made me who the hell I am. A lot of that shit I wish I never went through. I'm not going to sit here and cap and be like, oh, yeah, you know, I did this shit. I did that shit like this, that, and the third. No, I wish I never went through half the shit I went through. I wish I never met half the motherfuckers that I met. If you want to be frank about this shit, because I'm going to get real ugly with you. I wish I never met half of the people I met. You know what I mean? And that's on that. But the ones that that I did meet that are pure and true, they know who they are. They still around. You feel me? Like, I'm going to use this as an example, right? Japan was one of the most fucking toxic places of my life that I spent my career at, right? I'm going to be frank about it. I don't give a damn who's listening or none of that. You know what I mean? It was one of the most toxic places of my life. And a lot of people probably that there can relate that I still keep in touch with. You know what I mean? It's toxic as fuck. That's a fact. People are toxic. You start acting like someone that you're not. You start hanging out with the wrong group of people. You start capping. That's four right there. You feel me? The immaturity level is at an all-time high. 
and it's something about this uniform that makes people feel like they're invincible. But we're not really going to talk about that because a lot of my military folks know the energy, know the vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like this in and out of uniform. Understand that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I wasn't... Listen, you could take this uniform shit from me. I'm still going to be the same motherfucker, bro. Ten toes deep. Period. I've been like this since New York. I've been like this since since, since the since the neighborhood, bro. Like, anybody that know me and really fucking know me know I've been like this. Don't get it twisted. When you put that uniform on, yes, you represent. But don't let that shit go to your head and think that you really won't get slapped. <laughs> I'll just say in general, I'm not talking to nobody specifically or nothing like that. I want y'all go running with that walkie shit. But I mean, in general, you feel me? Like... Like, people really feel invincible, and you got to calm down, because, to be frank, a lot of people are not, and you feel me? Like, shit is really like that, but, yeah, like, Japan was very toxic, right? But it's something about looking back on your experiences, right? Because this is how I kind of look at my life. I look at it, like, in, in increments of, like, a year, right? So, this time, what are we in? November, right? This time... Last year, what was I doing? I remember exactly what I was doing. You know what I mean? I remember who I was with. I remember exactly what I was doing. And it's amazing how your life can change drastically in the twinkle of an eye. You know what I mean? Like, literally. It can change drastically within the twinkle of an eye, within seconds. People really can move differently. People can leave your life, enter your life. All types of different shit can happen, man. For real. You know what I mean? But you got to mentally stay ready. That's one thing I've taught myself. I'm always 10 steps ahead because I'm mentally ready for this shit. You know what I mean? Like, And it's not that I don't trust people and shit like that. I don't do that whole, oh, I got trust issues because this person did me wrong. Nah, fuck all of that. I'm going to be frank with you. The reason I don't have trust issues is because I see through people's bullshit. I, that's just me. I can see through your bullshit, bro. So I know if you're genuine or you're not genuine. There's some people that got over me. I ain't going to say hand cat. Absolutely, there's people that got over me. But for the most part, I can tell a motherfucker and, they, and if they're genuine or not. Um, but when I left that place, right, and I, I said I'm never going back. And I'm still on that. I'm never going back to that damn place. But <laughs> when I left that place, right, it was something in me, a determination, a hunger, a level of ferocity, and, and feeling like, yo... I will never have that feeling ever again. Because when I was there, I felt empty at times. I felt lonely at times. I felt depressed a lot. Um, but when you change your surroundings, sometimes that's what it really takes to change your surroundings. And this is speaking to somebody else out there that has dealing with depression. It takes you sometimes changing your surroundings, changing the people in your fucking circle, because sometimes those people are not for you. I'm not capping right now. Like, I'm dead ass. I'm, yo, sometimes these people are really not for you. And you have to analyze and sit down during the coronavirus and think about this shit. Think about who's really for you. Think about who comes around when you got some fire shit. Oh, damn. Yo, Joe, that shit fire. Where you got that shit from, bro? Oh, word. Yeah, then I don't hear from you for five months. That's some more shit. Oh, shit. Damn, Joe. Oh, you got to connect on that? What's up? And I don't hear from you for five months. At that point, it's a pattern. 
and trust me, like I said, as children, we remember shit. Patterns sometimes, if not always, always repeat themselves. Period. You know what I'm saying? It's period. Um, and until I could be proven otherwise, it's still gonna be period. <laughs> I mean, um, you just gotta study it. You gotta analyze it because nobody's gonna take your life as seriously as you are. And I say that for anybody that's successful out there or trying to be successful. You know what I mean? Honestly, you all, anyone that's listening in, you're successful because you're alive. Period. And you know there's a lot of people that wish they could be in your position being alive, having a roof over their head, having a car, having food in their mouth, in their stomach. You know what I mean? Having family or friends that love them. So don't think that you're not successful. You fucking successful. But you got to tell yourself that. I literally wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, I go through my skincare routine. Yes, I have a skincare routine. That shit is fire. A lot of my friends have put me on to that shit. Um, a lot of different friends put me on a different screen routine, so shouts out to them. But honestly, I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, do the routine, shower, all that good shit, and I tell myself, I control my destiny. Now, we know God controls my destiny, but after him, I control it. Can no person tell me how to feel? Let me tell you this. Let me listen, listen closely when I tell you this shit. Can no man or woman, no male or female on this planet Earth, tell me how to feel about a situation? Tell me how to act in a situation? Tell me how to move in a situation? None of that. I control my shit. The same way you control your shit. You feel me? You have to believe that shit within yourself whole fucking heartedly. You gotta believe that shit. You gotta eat that shit. You gotta sleep that shit. You gotta make it that nobody can come in and disrupt your shit at all. Because people gonna try to disrupt your shit, for sure. You know how many ugly people I've met throughout the last year of my life? G shit. Ugly people that have amazing faces, but ugly insides. And let me tell you something. You will never win like that. Ever A lot of what they do reflects them It's not a reflection of me A lot of what, how people move is a reflection of them Not me So that shit got nothing to do with me buddy You feel me I want that shit to really resonate Sometimes the way your friends move Don't got shit to do with you It got everything to do with them And how their mindsets are How they was raised Because you either raised off for of love or survival you could be raised off of survival and want the, to, the, the love. You feel me? You could be raised off of survival and want the love, but you have to make a conscious decision that your actions have to follow that shit and they have to speak it. You feel me? What's for that person isn't for everybody. What's for me ain't for everybody. That's a fact because we all complex individuals and human beings. But you got to get to a place where you're comfortable with yourself. And that's really what I was speaking into tonight, man. Being comfortable with yourself, sitting in a still place, Finding out what's your passion is, your loves, your needs, your wants, um, your gripes and complaints, and and getting a game plan together. Pen to the paper and write that shit out, man. You feel me? I can't remember the last time I had anything really to do on a Saturday night other than sit down and chill. And that's literally been a few months for my night, my night, and my nightlife, I guess you could say, a Saturday night. You know what I mean? Like, you really got to... You got to want that shit. I don't know how else to put it. You got to want that shit. I don't been told no so many times in my life that I laugh at it now. You want to know why? Because my man Saleh told me this shit. Shout out to Saleh doing his fucking thing of Forex. Killing the game. You know what I mean? Putting a lot of young black people on this game to, to better in their finances. So shout out to you, King. But 
He told me, no cap. Saleh deadass told me this shit. He said, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. I <laughs> said, you know I'm fucking human. You feel me? Like, deadass, I'm really fucking human. But the way, though, I admire him because as my little bro and cousin, pretty much, damn near, like, you know, we grew up together. So that's, that's family. But. The way he moves is so strategic, you know what I mean? Like, especially now more than ever. But he tells me, he I remember him telling me, and we had a conversation, he said, every no is not a no. It's a not right now. That shit would never leave me. In any profession that you enter, that shit would never leave me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you could look at any athlete, celebrity, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, any no is not a no. It's just a not right now. Because you look at LeBron James. My favorite athlete, to be frank with you. You don't think that motherfucker was told no before? Look at him now. A Lakers champion. Okay, cool. Moving on. Michael Jordan, a GOAT, a legend. You don't think he was told no? He was cut from his varsity team. <clears throat> or junior varsity team. I could be incorrect in either one, but pretty much he was told no. All right, we see where he's at now, right? Fucking legend and a GOAT. You look at Oprah. <laughs> Oprah, a black woman. A legitimate strong black woman was told no many times that oh trying to uh, have a show trying to do this that third she was told no she was diverted many different times Barack Obama our president and he's still my president <laughs> you see how I said that right our president whether you like it or not but Barack Obama was told no as a young man so many times and he still overcame adversity so there's no fucking excuse. <laughs> I don't have sympathy. I really don't. Why? Because I'm a different breed. I'm an animal. You feel me? I'm a fucking animal. And I'm going to eat regardless. I'm going to eat regardless whether you like it or not. You feel me? But you got to have a mentality in this world that we live in. That doesn't mean that you take one step up in the next man. And you shitting them body down. Fuck no. That's not how we move. We help them get to a place where they're stable enough. And then we give them the keys to the car so they could drive it. Did you hear what I just said? You help them to a place where they're stable enough. This is male or female. Your brother and your sister. You help them to a place where they're stable enough. If you got the knowledge, drop it on them. Give it to them. Then you give them the keys and get out the way. Give them the keys and get out the way. The same way where you somebody else teaches you how to drive. And eventually, they get the fuck out the car. And then they say, okay, go. Drive. Do what you got to do. Go where you got to go. Yeah, mommy and daddy ain't here no more. The baby's sitting and watch you. Do what you got to do. Be an adult. You get what I'm saying? Like, you you got to just remember the stuff that you were taught so that it comes back to memory. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I really, I really, really want you guys to listen in what the message was tonight. I mean, the little gems and tidbits that I dropped on you guys. Um, hope y'all listening. You know what I mean? And all these shows that I got coming soon different series and whatnot man this show was a, was a in my opinion was a great comeback show um after my month hiatus and i'm sorry for that once again like i told y'all but after that month hiatus it, it feels good coming back into this game you know what i mean coming back into to my passion my, my true love speaking and um being able to help the next person get to a place where they need to be comfortable with so that they can have the keys to drive their own car whether it be a tesla bmw benz uh, Audi, whatever, you know what I mean, I want you to have the key so you can drive your car, 
So listen, man, it's been a great day, a long night. Um, I got work in the morning, but listen, don't stop grinding. Don't stop moving. Don't stop praying. Keep doing what you got to do. Stay on top of your game. Drink water, hydrate, brush your teeth, and stay clean during this coronavirus pandemic because motherfuckers is different out here. That's a fact. I'm going to holla at you in about another week and a half, close to two weeks. Um, you know what I mean? But I got some shit. I got some shit in storage for y'all, man. That's a fact. In storage, I got some shit in the attic. We're going to pull it out and we're going to have a good ass time with it, man. You know what I mean? I'm your man's Joe. This is the Book of Joe podcast. I'm out. Holla at me. If you got my info, hit me up. If you want to talk about whatever, any information that, I, that you got over here that you want to share, please, man, share it. Put the word out and let's get to it and let's better ourselves as people, man, because motherfuckers really got to eat. Like I said, I'm Joe. This is the Book of Joe podcast. Bye.